Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Thanks for downloading today's Kent Online podcast. It's Tuesday, October the 6th. Well, there's been a big apology today from the Archbishop of Canterbury as a report was published into child abuse within the church. Justin Welby and his colleague, the Archbishop of York, released an open letter saying they're truly sorry for the shameful way the church has acted. Here's a bit more of what was said. We as the Church of England are ready to support anyone who comes forward. We must honour our commitment to change. Survivors have told us that words without actions are meaningless. We are taking action, but we are also aware that what we have done has neither been soon enough nor sufficient. An independent inquiry was set up into historical scandals affecting the Anglican Church in England and Wales. The findings of that inquiry have been published today and accuse the Church of failing to protect children from sexual predators within its own ranks. It found nearly 400 people have been convicted of sexual offences against under-18s since the 1940s. They were either clergy or in other positions of trust. John O'Brien is the man who wrote the report and he says it's a problem the church still needs to address. It is unacceptable for child abuse to happen. There is a danger if perpetrators are seen to be supported more than victims that it's sort of acceptable and it clearly isn't and, and we must change that message. Elsewhere today, and pupils at the Canterbury Academy have been told to self-isolate after a sixth former tested positive for coronavirus. Meantime, a Year 13 student at the maths school in Rochester has also tested positive, so 65 students there need to self-isolate. At least 51 other Kent schools have had confirmed cases since reopening last month. The chair of the Kent Association of Head Teachers is calling for staff to get COVID test results within 24 hours. Latest staff show the infection rate in Kent is at its highest level since May. The sentencing of a Maidstone man who admitted attempting to murder his mum has been delayed. A court heard Patrick Matthews was suffering from a psychotic episode and had also taken drugs when he attacked her above a laundrette embalming in January last year. A judge has asked experts to find out if he had a mental illness. The 42-year-old from Tunbridge Road is due back in court in December. Around 1,800 Kent patients who may have been harmed by a health provider's mishandling of dermatology services are having their cases reviewed. An independent investigation is looking at treatment delays for people using services run by DMC Healthcare in the north of the county. The provider was stripped of contracts after safety concerns. Windows have been smashed at a pub near Canterbury after the landlord admitted having indecent images and videos of children. Last week, you might remember, we told you 51-year-old Christian Diamond, who runs and lives at the White Horse Inn in Bridge, was spared a prison sentence. Well, the pub has since been vandalised and staff are also facing verbal abuse. Police have told us they are investigating. Kent Online News. It's feared a rise in people looking to buy puppies in Kent during lockdown will lead to a pet welfare crisis. The RSPCA have dealt with more than 1,300 cases in the county involving dogs so far this year. Now they're worried things could get even worse as some people return to work, but others are made redundant. We've been speaking to Dr Sam Gaines, who's from the charity. The RSPCA, as well as other animal welfare organisations, have been concerned about what's going to happen um, throughout the pandemic and also as people return to some level of normality. So what we've certainly seen during the 
pandemic is a huge increase in people showing interest in getting dogs and for some people that's absolutely fantastic they've got a lifestyle and the circumstances that can support that but what we are worried about with the pandemic is that obviously we're seeing the government job retention scheme coming to an end sadly people are being made redundant and we don't know what impact that's actually going to have on dogs and you know people's pets and whether sadly some may end up having to be given up to rescue because their owners are unable to provide that financial commitment that's required. And do you think this could also potentially fuel the um, the, the puppy um, breeding trade as well, which we know is very damaging. Yeah, so we've, what we have seen is that there are huge increases and unprecedented increases in interest around dogs and puppies. So just as an example, there's been a 650% increase in people doing Google searches for puppies. We've had huge interest in people coming onto our website in actually looking for dogs to adopt. So, you know, on the one hand, that's absolutely great. But the problem that we have is that the UK market can actually demand, can provide and supply the number of puppies that are currently being demanded. So what we're seeing, sadly, also is an increase in commercial import licenses, which means that we're getting puppies that are being brought in from abroad. And that does worry the RSPCA because we don't know what conditions those puppies have actually been bred in but we do have examples of where puppies have been bred and kept in very very poor conditions and obviously they also then have to come on a very long journey to get to the UK and this is actually at a time in their life where being exposed to really stressful events can have really damaging lifelong impacts so absolutely we are concerned about you know especially the number of puppies that are coming into the UK at the moment. Meantime, there's apparently a shortage of things like guinea pigs and hamsters in Kent. As well as dogs, more families have been looking to buy small fluffy animals during lockdown. The pet shop in Sittingbourne say they have a long waiting list for people who want to get their hands on one. At least a third of Kent's controversial road schemes have been scrapped following confusion and frustration from residents. Pop-up cycle and bus lanes, one-way systems and pedestrianised zones were set up over the summer with government funding. With the 16 trials that took place in places like Ashford, Dover, Tunbridge and Thanet were supposed to be part of the county's green revolution. We found out that six have already been abandoned because of concerns about safety and disruption to businesses. A site in Faversham that's been derelict for around 30 years could be transformed into homes, a cafe and sailing club. Developers want to build on the old gunpowder industrial site on Ordnance Wharf in the town, though some nearby businesses and residents and heritage groups are against it. Historic England have also raised concerns, saying the land needs protecting. You can let us know what you think by commenting on the story at kentonline.co.uk. There are calls for Kent to host its own marathon in a bid to improve tourism. Of course, there's been a huge drop in the number of visitors coming here because of the pandemic, while councillors have been meeting today to discuss how better to promote the county afterwards. An international marathon is being looked at as a way to involve neighbouring countries across the channel. Speaking on Paul on Politics on KMTV, Medway Labour leader Vince Maple welcomed the idea. Of course, uh, you know, I'd always want it to be the Kent and Medway uh, marathon if we're going to have that. But joking aside, you know, when we've had things like um, British cycling uh, happening here in Medway, it's a real boon and sport can be a great way of bringing the community together. Of course, in the current climate, that would have to be done in a very safe way. 
We've all heard about the Christmas events across Kent that have been cancelled, but today it's been confirmed there's going to be a secret switch on of Christmas lights in Maidstone. A special film with song and dance performances and messages from businesses is going to be pre-recorded out of hours and without an audience. It'll be available to watch online on the evening of the 19th of November when the big event would have taken place. And finally, in football, Gillingham are back in EFL trophy action tonight. They're travelling to take on Ipswich Town. Now in the league, there are just three points separating the two teams who are both in the playoff places. Kickoff tonight at Portman Road is at seven. And don't forget, you can follow Kent Online Jills on Twitter for all of the score updates. That's it for today. But you can also subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. To do that, head to iliffmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.